It is the Chicagoverse Unlimited podcast, featuring interviews of the premier artists and industry in the Chicago music community. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast at DynastyPodcast.com. This week, Sam Peterson, Jimmy Zaremski, and Spiro Lukopoulos of Winter Classic. Here's how that sounds. Haima Black, here in Pilsen at the beginning of summer in Chicago. I'm here with Winter Classic, Sam Peterson, Jimmy Zaremski, and Spiros Lukopoulos. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing really great today. Yeah. Jaime, I'm doing incredibly well. This is a nice neighborhood we're in. I like this. Yeah, man. Shout out Pilsen. Pilsen's a great place to be. Yeah. One of you guys lives here, right? Well, like, let's get that out of the way before we talk about the band, but... I'm closer towards West Town, so I... What's terrific about it is I get to shoot over to... 18th and Ashland, I get to pop over to somewhere, like where we're sitting right now. I can go anywhere. I can go to Logan. I can go Avondale, any direction I want. So it's easier and easier and easier to be like, there's something to do with Pilsen. Well, you know, man, I was actually going to talk to you guys about Chicago. We'll get to that a little bit later in the interview, because I know you have some feelings for Chicago and the Burbs, but uh, Winter Classic, let's start at the beginning. How did you guys come together as a band? How did you meet? How did this start happening? Uh, so we uh, we we were in uh, Spiro and I were in a old band together, and uh, we, you know, that was kind of at, at the end. It was just coming to the end, and uh, we had written all of these songs that were going to be for a new record for that band, and decided, well, hey, they're really I like them, and we weren't even really planning on playing any shows. We just kind of wanted to record it get it all put together and um, I've known Sam since we were in second grade and he was a very proficient drummer so he started playing drums so it originally started as a three piece and about a year in Sam uh, Sam broke his shoulder while skateboarding I'm a smart person <laughs> so yeah Sam broke his shoulder while, while skating and uh, we put out a message actually through Facebook on like a DIY Chicago page and uh, James Got back to us right away he, within two minutes, and that was probably the easiest member change ever. Just he came to our old practice space, played some Weezer covers and uh, a new song, and then we played some more Weezer covers, and we're like, <laughs> do you want to be part of this? And well, I mean, it, it was strange. Uh, so he's originally from Seattle. He's from northern Seattle, uh, 18th and 82nd, I think. Uh, I, I should remember that. But uh, so he just showed up, and we were just playing a couple covers because he's like, I know these songs, but we can do a lot of Weezer tonight. So we're playing in a sheet metal shop, uh, practicing there, where, we, where Jim and I always have. And it, one thing led to another. He was like, okay, cool. I'm not creeped out that you took me to a weird part of the city, like mildly industrial and scary. I don't know you. This didn't turn into Saw. Yeah, yeah. We, we met in a random CTA stop. And he's like, okay. And he's still here. Yeah, he made it. So when did you guys start like writing original material? When did it shift from like just covers of El Scorcho to like what you're doing now? Oh, man. I, it was immediate. It was totally immediate. Uh, that, that was just a feeler for James. But the, the, ba- the band was based, was pr- predicated on a bunch of music we had that we didn't know what to do with. Yeah. So uh, th- that's pretty much it. It's always been that. But, well, we'll drop an occasional cover. Does anyone actually remember any of them? <laughs> no. Um, but at first we, we did, we had three original songs and we recorded them just like ourselves. And just because, you know, we wanted to have something out there and... Uh, those are now somewhere in the ether, <laughs> and 
buried. And now, you know, it's like we, we did our last record a year ago and then finally got it together to be able to do the full length and it was really cool to finally be able to do that. So this is the debut full length, correct? Pastimes? Yeah, correct. So we actually, uh, this record started, the first song, one of the songs on this record was first written probably two weeks after our EP came out. And it was just ready, and one of the songs was actually meant to be on that EP, and that was just started the ball rolling, and we were writing, we're, we're going to release another EP, and it just kept going and going and going, and more ideas kept flowing, and James and I would sit down, and we'd work out all this stuff, and we recorded it all together, and about probably eight months ago, we all got together and really honed in on them and tried hard, and we had a couple setbacks with recording, but then we found uh, Matt Frank, actually, and he was super receptive and very probably the best recording experience I've had it was it was great and he really took the songs to a whole nother level of not only being like sounding great like from an audio standpoint but also as well just he's a great songwriter himself being able to go hey that works and hey that doesn't work and hey let's Let's just not do that at all. Like hey, that sounds like shit. Maybe you want to try that all over again. Uh, yeah, so he wasn't afraid to do that either, which is incredibly important too. Uh, yeah. so it was like, yeah, we're gonna show up. We're gonna do some work. We're gonna have a great goddamn time, and it's gonna it's gonna be okay. And so that was a general feeling. Maybe that was just me though. I I know James was right about there too, but yeah, it, it was definitely a lot of fun to do because. You know, a lot a lot of the times we, you know, were trying to figure out ways to make all the vocal melodies go together and Matt would actually pull us aside and, you know, like he'd play, replay, keep replaying like the dumb things I would say in between the takes and it would just make me laugh and, and he'd like, you know, take you out of your comfort zone enough to like be able to keep working and expand and go on beyond that you know like do a vocal take and then you'd be like oh stop it like I don't believe you do it again you know like it was like wow okay and it really you know pushed for really strong vocals so you're talking about Matt Frank Matthew Frank and you know for anyone who doesn't know He's from the group There, 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 all spelled differently, each version of There. Um, a band that features Evan Weiss from Into It Over It, another band that I think would fit in the same kind of neighborhood with your sound. How did you guys get connected uh, with Matt Frank? How did that first happen? So, just, I mean, friends. Listen to his work, uh, things that he had recorded. He'd done some great work. I'm like, okay, well, hopefully he'll respond. Yeah. He definitely, it was definitely one of those things like we heard the first Lifted Bells EP and was like, how cool would this be to actually record with this dude and just kind of like looked online, found his his website and I sent him an email going, hey, and it turns out by chance he saw us at one of our first shows um, in a basement and said, yeah, you guys sound good, cool, let's do it. And we just got together, we did it partially um at Atlas Studios. We did all the, the drums and bass and big guitars at Atlas, and then we did the rest of it at Emaciated Raiden, which is like kind of his studio. So, Now, where was this show that he first saw you guys at just by chance, this little basement show? It was uh, actually, um, we, uh, we used, yeah, it was a, a venue, it was a basement venue called Arby's that it was uh, run by um, 
one of the by this guy Tim who we used to play in a band with and he just put together this awesome venue uh, in his basement it was kind of smelly kind of damp and just a whole bunch of fun was this in Chicago or yeah it was in uh, Rogers, Park. Rogers Park yeah uh, they, they were on the far north side probably one of the only venues that I could possibly think of that was doing something to that scale in that neighborhood that kind of detached from the rest of the city. So it was a really cool spot. Then they went on, uh, so it was Tim Curley, uh, and he moved over actually a little bit closer towards North Avenue, opened up another spot there. And so uh, he, so Matt Frank by chance caught us there and was like, okay, all right. He's like, yeah, I remember. Okay, it should be interesting. <laughs> that, no, that's pretty awesome, though. It's like, it's one of the... Chicago, I feel like, is such a small scene. Have you guys seen that, you know, being in the band? Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. So the album, Pastimes, by the time people hear this, it'll be about to drop, because you guys are playing this Thursday, June 4th, at the Beat Kitchen, and that's when the album's going to be available, right? Correct, yeah. So we have uh, tapes and CDs, and there's a, a digital pre-order online, and... Um, yeah, we put a lot of time in this. It's the record. I've never been more excited to play a show. Um, most of the, mostly because a lot of these songs on the record that we're playing have never we've never played them out yet. So it's just a whole new experience of just being able to put all of this music out there. And this is something we put a lot of time, a lot of effort, and a, a lot of money into to like make <laughs> compared to when we first started. You know, recording in our practice space. Like this is. We did demos for the record. Then we sat down and we, we, uh, Spiro actually had an idea of writing the record with like a theme in mind with it and, and structuring it around that. It was just this really cool creative experience, something that I've never done before ever. So would you say it's like a concept record, or is that too strong of a word? Or uh, I wouldn't say concept. I just, Everybody at the table's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, concept concept records make me think of like. Coheed and Cambria. Think, yeah. Is there a comic book that goes along with yeah, it? Yeah, no, I. It's very well thought out stuff behind it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, no, I, it, there, there's no comic book behind it. It's just it was a central idea, and I, I think it, it made sense at that moment. It, it very much is like it, it very much is like a uh, a collection of stories and snapshots from around that time of our lives. There was like stuff going on with each one of us and. It was, was the first time that we really, from like a lyrical standpoint, put in, everyone put in how they were feeling. And it, it going back and listening to it, because a lot of the songs were written almost six months ago, seven months ago, it is kind of, a, it's like looking into an old journal or like something where you just... You're writing down your really thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> really, really shitty myopic journal. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a good pull quote for the album. Yeah. Winter classic pastimes are really shitty myopic journal. <laughs> Alternative press. Yeah. Oh, oh Jesus. Yeah. If, if they're willing to do that, I I would pay money to buy that issue. I actually would. Now you know, listening to I got I haven't gotten to hear the whole record, but I've been able to hear some of it. There's a song called uh, what is it? Dick's Drive-In. And it really, I think, kind of like covers or touches on some of your feelings about Chicago versus the Burbs. Like, what's it like being a band, a younger band, kind of a startup band um, on the come up in Chicago? What are the advantages? What are the obstacles you guys have faced? All that. Uh, I mean, so we all, Sam, Jim, James, and I grew up on the far northwest side, Niles area, and 
Um, I, I've spent most of my life in and out of the city, just work, life, you know, parents' business, and all that fun stuff. And so I, you know, it was cool. It was always a great place to go do stupid shit all the time, and then eventually live full time and do your life full time. And so I mean, uh, that so that's where I stand. I, I live on a very weird border between that world. Yeah, I, I have a very strong kind of love-hate relationship with the city of just I love everything here like it's a great uh, great city um, and I feel like there's this like bubble of just awesome creativity that when you go anywhere else in the country you just don't see it and I, I mean you see like like going to like New York or something like that Philly has a really big yeah. thing going on too yeah. Yeah. has its pockets yeah. every every place has has its like bubble but maybe it's just because i'm from here where it's like I, I really enjoy everything just a lot of the music that both sam and i grew up on and even spiro uh you know we all come from like a little bit of a different musical background but it all stems from like a sound of like the midwest in chicago um and the the hate part of the relationship just comes i just hate the cold i just hate it so much <laughs> i would second that yeah well, you know, you guys are talking about, like, growing up near Niles and stuff, so I have to ask, did you spend any time at the hip growing up, Norwich, any... Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I wasted my parents' hard-earned money there from yeah. time to time. Yeah. My entire high school was spent at uh, at Rolling Stone Records, just okay, years yeah. and years and years. Yeah, yeah no, that was, uh, that was definitely the... Uh, Hey, it's Saturday night. Uh, we can go see like a movie and then see if we can get kicked out of the hip. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm here across the street from Beyond the Limit. <laughs> kicked out of the hip sounds so much like it'd be a really great pop punk song title. Yeah, I hope that that makes it on like a future EP or something like that. <laughs> um, now, you know, we also have to mention we have to give a shout out Kate Zosky, who is your she's helping manage the band or what role would you? Uh, I, I would probably put Caden as just general superwoman. Like, yeah. she's just, um, there's so much stuff that we've done that without her, well, not even so much stuff, everything we've done basically leading up to this record here has been just super expediated because of her. Like, I came with, I sent her a message going, hey, I have this idea for um, playing a release show. And she goes, cool. And then sent us like 15 dates and goes, what works? What? And then even before leading up, we had a, we'd asked like, hey, do you think Kickstand can help us out with the show? And she put us on this huge show with the sidekicks and Kayatana. And that was just like packed room at the Bee Kitchen. It's the biggest show we've ever played. And it was, it was so just amazing. Fun. And the people were so receptive. It was, it was really a good experience that day. Shockingly. Shockingly. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was really weird and cool and great. And the, things like that happen because people like Kate are terrific and for some reason care. And it's great. And uh, yeah, so we try and pay it forward too. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, Kate Zosky, Lavender, as she's known in certain circles, um, with Kickstand Productions. She's the one who helped connect me with you guys. So I love that. I love to hear that she's doing awesome work with you because she just totally kills it. She's so great. It's definitely like Christmas because I'll check my inbox on like Monday. Um, like especially how we got hooked up. Uh, checked my inbox on Monday and she's just like, hey, this is a podcast. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, it's a great dude. Just gets out there and talks to everybody and 
I think you should, if, if you're not going to do podcasts, at least just reach out and talk. And like, and Did you guys have like a, a very strict no podcast policy prior or something? No, or No, no, not, not even that. It's we're just, like, no, tell Mark Marin we're not taking his calls. <laughs> I don't care. No, it was, it was not even that. It's just, it's this weird kind of thing. Like, um, we see it's slowly trickling in now where someone puts up something about the record. We got a record review. And um, somebody contacted us to review the record. Who I, I don't even know who he is. And it's just this weird kind of. Um, are you for real? Like, like it's slowly turning into a real band. <laughs> yeah. And it's really, it's really cool. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, what else is on deck for Winter Classic in 2015? Again, the album Pastimes drops this Thursday with the record release show that night at Beat Kitchen. What else is on deck, and how can people find you guys online? Right now, our main goal is to play a bunch of great shows this summer and work uh, work towards doing a small tour and make sure we can a- a- accommodate that logistically. And we're, we're already writing new music. We're already working on the next thing, trying to figure out how can we do it better. But uh, that's what I see. But there's two other guys here who may have a better idea. yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, definitely, yeah. Um, like Spiro was saying, we uh, we have no. Uh, a- a- as soon as Pastimes was done recording, it's like this sounds sweet. We like sat there and just kind of narcissistically like I listened to the record a whole bunch of times. It's like this is cool. I like this. All right, and kind of like a dumb smirk on my face while driving. Um, but we have a we have a whole bunch of new songs written. Um, I don't know if they're any good, but they're written, and um, you're really selling it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I mean, like we, we honesty is the best policy, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. It's it's moving in. Uh, it's 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 cool because it's moving in a in a direction. I don't know where it's going, but it's it's it feels like growth, and it's just and after with everything, I just feel like the band's kind of just growing. Every every new thing that happens is a is another step. Um, so yeah, just like Spiro said, a bunch of cool shows, probably hopefully like a little mini tour, and uh, hopefully some new music, fall or winter, something around there. Dig it, man. I hope that there's a song about getting kicked out of the hip on this next collection. <laughs> winter Classic, really cool. I'm glad we got to have you guys on the podcast. Shout out Lavender, making it happen, man. Let's make this happen again for the end of the year. Um, and again, the record is called Pastimes. This Thursday, June 4th, at the Beat Kitchen. People can go pick it up and check you guys out. Thank you guys so much for coming out. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you, Ivan. Thank you, Ivan. Thanks. This has been the Chicagoverse Unlimited Podcast. Thanks to Sam Peterson, Jimmy Zaremski, and Spiro Lukopoulos from Winter Classic for being on the show this week. You can find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black. Dynasty Descend.